Now, it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. Adam, do you think sometimes, just sometimes, you get a little too excited about like the newest technology? Have you met me? (laughs) (laughs) You should probably have asked someone else that. (laughs) I know. I should say... <laughs> after it's been vetted. <laughs> yeah, after it's been vetted, there's been four levels of updates, and I'm willing, everyone else has taken the head, and I'm willing to hit update. Uh, I do sometimes get excited by new technology, but I am usually uh, fairly cautious. And one thing I can tell you for sure, Jeannie, and this is 100%, you can take this to the bank. It's always overhyped. Yeah. Well, every, every, every hmm. new technology is overhyped. There's, in fact, I, and I cannot, oh gosh, I should have looked it up before this episode because there is, I'll see if we can link it. There is actually a person who has uh, basically created this curve <laughs> of, of like, like what happens in the technology life cycle. And like the stage two is like the overinflation of expectations or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is funny to look back, right? Because we were so excited about Blackberries. And now nobody carries a BlackBerry. We were so excited about uh, fax machines, right? Like all these things that kind of come and go. But one of the things that I think happens is we do get excited about the latest and the greatest because it's innovation. It offers all this opportunity for new ways of doing things. Uh, right now, everybody's very excited about the flip phones coming out that have the full screen. Have you seen those? I have not. Uh, but oh, just the fact they're that amazing. Said, uh, everyone's excited about flip phones. I felt like we had gone back in time 10 years. I know. Right. Right. Um, and but they're full screen. They're kind of amazing. And so, uh, you know, we get excited about these things. And sometimes I think it's safe to say that businesses and business leaders also do this. And we tend to assume that our customers want the latest and greatest way of working through technology. And sometimes that can lead to things that are unpredictable. Like to your point, sometimes the technology just isn't ready for all of those. (laughs) And sometimes the customers aren't ready. I mean, my, I hope she's not listening, but my mother-in-law still like (laughs) cannot point the camera in the right way for FaceTime. (laughs) Well, there is a, you know, user error always (laughs) in all technology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Um, I just thought this was interesting because there was a study recently where they reached out to customers and they said, hey, what do you want support to look like? What would be best for you? And they had them rank things like SMS texting, simple, basic message-based texting, as well as chat and some other things. And you know what ranked last on this list? What is that, Jeannie? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) I do, but I'm, I'm playing the part here. But it's live video chat was actually ranked the very last thing. And the reason I think is because, first of all, some of us aren't always ready for video, right? Have you ever had that experience where you get on and you think your video camera is off and then you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> everybody can see me. They know I'm here. They they can see my messy office or they can see that I, you know, like you don't have your makeup on maybe. It's like we've <laughs> never met, Jeannie. My camera is covered. It is always covered. I don't know. That's it. true. But See? that being said, yeah, sometimes we're not camera ready. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I, Oh, go ahead, please. No, I was just going to say, I think the the other part of that is that, you know, sometimes it's just overkill. 
right? Like we don't need somebody looking at us, telling us what to do. It's sometimes actually easier for our brains to only have that one point of input where it's audio maybe only, or it's something where I can go back and forth on my time through text and say, okay, got it. Now I need you to tell me what to do next, or this is what's happening next. So it's just interesting because I think that we're still trying to walk that line between the latest and greatest technology and the basics of support and service for customers. And that's human. Well, 100%. And I I think uh, there's a technological impediment to video right now still. I mean, when you say Mm -hmm. video chat, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Are we using your app? Are we, am I giving you my Skype handle? Are we going to, like, so the first thing is how are we video chatting now? If it's uh, chatting, excuse me, if it's in app, of course, it's sort of obvious, but a lot of times we're not talking about in app. Uh, What will be very interesting is to run this question in five to seven years when 5G is deployed. Mm. The other issue is I don't want to video chat if I'm trying to get service on my phone and I'm out. That's right. right? I'm not going to do it on a cell signal. It's just not worth worth the hassle, right? It's going to just be a a mess. (laughs) You're going to be cutting in and out. You'll be lucky if it works. Uh, So 5G will be interesting to see how that'll sort of shake out uh, how many people uh, said no or didn't prefer it because of the techn- you know, technological impediments as opposed to I just don't want to be on video like my hair is not done I don't feel like mm-hmm. talking I don't feel like having to be that nice I'd rather just text what's the answer <laughs> uh, hey a lot of people don't want to be nice they don't want to take the time yeah. they don't want to have a conversation they just want their answer that's, and that's true. fine they're the customers that's what that's what they want um, yes so you know me I mean I'm always preaching which is a little bit different than I think what the common thinking is right now that channel preference is not the same as channel impact. So that's one of the things I, I've got a like, speech where I actually talk about that. The difference mm-hmm. is there's so many trend lines for consumers are moving to blank, mm-hmm. right? And that may be text, that may be, um, yeah, I think it was Marriott. I think we talked about this before, but um, like Marriott was saying a lot, I mean, everything's heading to text, right? On their app, right. on the Marriott app. Um, but the the question is, or the the challenge is, is sort of conflating volume with impact. And that means, Mm -hmm. sure, just like AI is going to take over routine interactions and informational interactions, it's not going to take over deep, complex interactions. Similarly, text is not great for those. And the moments that are on video or phone or face-to-face, depending on the type of business model, are going to be the deeper interactions. They're going to be the ones that are usually the more challenging interactions. Uh, percentage wise, mm-hmm. and they're going to be the ones that are more impactful to creating an emotional connection, whether po- either a positive connection or a emotional moment that is not so positive that's going to resonate. So, I mean, wh- mm-hmm. one of the things I would caution people that are listening to be very careful about is mistaking this idea of preference and, you know, sort of the shift in volume for negating the importance of the deeper channels. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point, and I totally agree with it. And that's supported by data, too, because they found that even if people start in some of these more um, straightforward channels like texting or chat, the ones that move on through the service queue and actually have to call somebody, um, they do that because they are complex issues. They find that they the support can only take someone so far in these types of channels without having that one-to-one Uh, support and one-to-one understanding of what's going on. And in fact, in this survey that we're talking about, which we'll post to the show notes, 
um, it said, you know, 46% of the survey participants said they'll, they're more likely to use the phone when contacting a support department. But the crazy part is that number goes up to 53% if it's a customer service inquiry for an e-commerce company. That was funny. I saw that. (laughs) So, so it's like, that tells you that sometimes we make assumptions about the types of customers that we have because they happen to be dealing with a certain channel or because they happen to be at one point in their journey. But really, sometimes that point in their journey, if they need help in that moment, they still need that one-on-one very human support. So having those options available are still really important as well. Um, So it's a good point. And I think that as, you know, everything that this says to me, I sound like a broken record, is, you know, it's about looking at things from that customer's perspective. It's not about forcing customers through the linear channels that we have set up. It's not about forcing customers through the linear uh, organizational chart that we have. It's about understanding their perspective, understanding their specific journey, and responding to it as they need us in that moment at that touch point. And that's really what leads to people feeling supported and cared for and having great customer experiences. Yeah, 100%. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Dropped it on my foot. (laughs) Yeah, I would add to that Uh, from the standpoint of like really trying to execute this stuff at scale. I would add two pieces of caution. The first is the, the study that we're citing, there'll be another study that tells you something else. Uh, That's you've got to know your business. You know, and one of the interesting things in this study was the fact that email was the most popular channel among people in three different age groups, basically 25 yep. to 54. So everybody, oh, millennials don't use email. Nope. Number one. Yep. <laughs> um, right. And, and so, and this is something I think, I swear we talked about this on a previous episode, but uh, yeah, it's this idea that does the generation change? as well as the generation changes. So yes, okay, millennials are have grown up more digital than Gen X and certainly more digital than baby boomers, right? They're going to be more conversant. Mm-hmm. They're going to be more used to it. They're going to favor text and chat and things more. Question is, as they get further along in their life and they have more complex interactions, they have more complex needs, they are getting customer service for a mortgage as opposed to, you know, their internet went out one night, right? I mean, they're Things mm-hmm. are getting right, their lives are getting more complex. You're getting into deeper client relationships. Does that change? Is it not just about their facility and how they grew up, so to speak, but now does the actual lifestyle change their preference? Because I I found it very mm-hmm. you know to me I'm a big fan of email because I want documentation. If it's something deep, right. obviously not for something quick or easy, um, you know, documentation by a chat is, uh, sorry, by a chat or text is terrible. I mean, go, mm-hmm. go find a text message with a company you had a year ago. Right. Right. It, right, right. It's terrible. So, uh, so that, so that's something to really look at. I think I know it's a little bit off to the side of what our topic was, but I, I think it's a dynamic that's very important, which is. All these assumptions, all these, you know, LinkedIn posts you're reading about how the generations are this and the generations are that. Mm-hmm. Does that change as they age? Does that change as they mature? And does that yep. tape, um, you know, sort of ameliorate it some? Yeah. Well, and I think we're seeing that already with the millennials. You know, there were a lot of assumptions about that generation and they're proving many of those wrong as they mature and as they make as they get into different life stages and make different decisions. Um, 
so I think it's a it's a great point. And some of the chats that are available now, one of the things I've seen is that they'll actually say, "Would you like me to email you a transcription of this chat at the end?" The answer and is that's always, a really yeah. smart move. <laughs> that's a really smart move. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, the answer by is the way, yes. I did take a second really quickly. I because I, I knew what to look for and I found it quickly. It is the Gartner hype cycle and technology adoption life cycle. Oh, love it. No, and it's awesome. It. So the second phase, uh, I didn't say it right, was the is the peak of inflated expectations. And then the phase <laughs> after that is the trough of the disillusionment, <laughs> which is exactly it. They oh, nailed, my gosh. That it. can apply to many, many things, not just technology, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, Hollywood actors' careers that would, yes. <laughs> would fit that. That's a Yep. Yep. Or valuations of companies. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my goodness. Yes. So many. Uh, well, good. Well, I mean, I think basically this is all about make sure you're taking the right steps, make sure you're not getting caught up into that hype cycle and make sure that you're offering actually what your customers need and want. It's really, it's really that simple, right? All of this is so simple. That's why we talk about it every week. Wait, <laughs> because... Wait boil it down to a pillowcase. Okay, good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Adam and I riff. As always, we love it here at Crack the Customer Code. If you're so inclined to leave us ratings and reviews, we certainly appreciate that. And that helps other customer experience geeks. Can I call us that? Uh, find us and find our show. Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me, my keynote speaking, workshops, journey mapping programs, etc. at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Depork, and you can find me at customersatstick.com, where we help you win with experience. We have keynotes, we have training, and we have all kinds of strategic advisory. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.